Whole squad posting looking like we on defense. All drip first team this season. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, episode 55 of Survival of the Fitted. You're chilling here with your co-host, Joe Williams, a.k.a. Himothy Mosgoff. And there is no other co-host this week. You might be wondering why. It's because Ian decided he was in need of a dire vacation, and he left to the mountains of Denver, Colorado, possibly to do drugs. I don't know, but snowboarding was in the plan, too. But he left me here alone, and it's all good because I'm not really alone. Because if you were paying attention to League Fits in the last 24 hours, you'd know I posted a Q&A on the story and said that I'd answer all the questions on the, on the, on the podcast today. That was kind of a lie. I'm not going to answer all the questions because a lot of them were mid. So I'm going to answer maybe like a quarter of them. So we're just going to run through some of these questions, and we're just going to see how this goes. So the first question that I thought was fairly interesting um comes to you from justin mass 100 he says justin says is it weird that every time i hear the intro song it feels like joe is the one who made it i'm not gonna lie i'm a little bit of an artist myself you know what i'm saying i i'd be writing the raps i'd be i'd be writing the raps but uh i didn't i didn't create i didn't create uh the intro song but i do need to be in the intro song because Fun fact, I'm not featured in the intro song. And I was messaged by, you know, the homie who made the intro song. And he's like, yo, I'm going to throw you in. I'm going to throw you in the next song or whatever. I'm going to like drop your name in the next song. So low key, be on the lookout for that because, you know, I might make an appearance in the rap game. So that's all good. Um, so, yeah, let's let's transition into like some fashion here. This is, you know, kind of going with the same vibe of like the, you know, personal Joe question. Somebody said, who's the better dress out of Ian and Joe? This question needs a little bit of uh, a little bit of a little bit of detail because I'd say this: I've been to Ian's apartment a handful of times, and I'll say Ian has a bigger closet than me, but I don't think he's better dressed than me. I probably have less clothes than Ian, but I'm definitely the swaggiest person I ever met in my lifetime. So, being that I'm on the podcast by myself, I'm gonna say it was me. And I think everybody out there, all the listeners out there will probably also agree that I am the best dressed co-host in the history of the internet. So yeah, there's not really much for debate on that one. I think I'm better dressed than Ian Pierno. So we can probably use that as a social cut. Um, Somebody else asked another question. This is regarding the Lakers. I don't really know how to segue to the Lakers because they're hot trash. But some somebody said, Lakers, what changes do we need to be made? For those who don't know, the Lakers were just knocked out of the play-in tournament. Uh, this is sad because I'm a LeBron James fan, but to answer your question of what changes do we need to be made, we need to get more dressers on the Lakers. There's a reason why they had a subpar season. If you look at their tunnel pictures, they weren't featured a lot on League Fits because they didn't have a lot of dressers on that team. You know what I'm saying? Russell Westbrook probably had his worst year dressing, and I don't think that it was a coincidence that he had his worst year on the court too. Lakers need more swaggy players. Been saying it all season. LeBron James, really not, the, really not. you know what I'm saying, swaggy in the tunnel. Russell Westbrook dropped the ball, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, I think, you know, changes, the on-court stuff doesn't matter, guys. You know what I mean? I, we've, we've talked about this before. You know, we're not going to – there's no X's and O's that's going to save the Lakers. What we really need is we need some better dressers on that team, so – if the Lakers are listening, which I know they are because the Lakers are fans of Survival of the Fitted podcast, 
get some cooler players on your team and you'd probably get more success on the court. You know what I'm saying? But speaking of the court, I had another question submitted to me, which I was really a fan of. Somebody said, who has the best on-court swag? I asked this question to the producers before we started shooting this episode, and I was told that Stephen Curry had the best on-court swag. You know, when you factor in like the shimming on players and turning around before the jump shots go in. But truth be told, I definitely don't think it's Stephen Curry because I don't think he's cool. But I think the best on-court swag, I would probably have to give it to my man's Kelly Oubre Jr. Because he kind of got the whole antics down packed. I think I seen like a like a like a Kelly Oubre mix or something like that on YouTube. And somebody was saying like, yo, Kelly Oubre literally like acts like a 2k my player on the park which is kind of sick you know what i'm saying because he looks like he literally is like a created 2k player and like he looks like you just like threw 20,000 vc at swags you know what i'm saying and then in the neighborhood or whatever but the tattoos what that, that's that's a better question what makes the component for encore swag because you have to think about the things that like you can actually like control like the hair the tattoos the sneakers and things like that the accessories which is huge shout out to the one leg sleeve society the society that i am proudly a part of but you have to think about these type of things and factor who hits like the top of all these things and i think low-key kelly Oubre jr is the best as far as encore swag also the antics name another player who's gonna like blow you kisses after he hits a three on your favorite player or like dunks on you and then like head nods and does push-ups on the floor and all that stuff so low-key kelly Oubre jr is the is my pick and i'm not just saying that because i'm scared he might take my girlfriend from me so kelly Oubre jr best on court swag you got joe stamp of approval um this is this is more of a constructive question this is i wish i knew the the usernames for these questions but i just screenshotted them because you know what i'm saying i'd be doing things last minute but somebody said what's the simplest fits for students who want to get attention as a student myself, I can tell you the, the the article of clothing that I think that like can really like elevate an outfit is the pants. Like if you have a like a rotation of like 10 really cool statement pieces as far as pants and then you have like five pants that are just like regular or maybe three. I have like three like blue skinny jeans, black skinny jeans, regular type pants. But you have like a rotation of like 10 really crazy pants, like camouflage and like flare denim and pants with like graffiti on it, like stuff like that. Because if you look at like somebody like Shay, his his outfits low key be like kind of like the reason why they're kind of fire is because like you have to like his pants are sick, but then you really just have like a graphic T-shirt with like a flannel. Not the craziest stuff, but his pants would be like elevate the outfit. So low key. I think if you can invest into like a really good pants collection, then like you might be able to like turn heads on campus, or at least I do. I think that's the probably the thing that I get complimented most is like, oh, I like your pants. Nobody ever is like, oh, I like your jacket. It's always like, I like your pants. So pants are important. You know what I'm saying? It keeps us from catching a decent exposure charges. So I would say invest in a really good rotation of pants, my guy. That's uh, that's my uh, that's my advice for you. Um, moving right along. We have another another question, which I was a really big fan of. Somebody asked, Joe, what's your favorite era of fashion? Um, that's a good question, man. I wish I, I wish I would have thought about that one. But I I think I'd have to say my favorite era of fashion would be. I really like the 2000s because I think that's like the avenue that I play in right now. 
2000s was like, you know, like, well, it depends because there's like multiple, there's like multiple mainstream looks in the 2000s. It was like, do you want to dress like G-Unit and Lil Wayne and Young Money and stuff like that? Or do you want to dress like Tony Hawk Pro Skater, which is like more of my, you know what I'm saying? I'm more of a fan of that type of style. So I would, you know what I'm saying? I would say the 2000s as far as like the era of fashion and specifically like 2000s skater boy type vibes. I would probably lean towards that. Um, but yeah, like you got the Janko jeans, you got the huge sneakers that you skated in, which I skated in, almost bust my head on a rock when I was nine years old. And that just is a core memory of my childhood. And I would say the 2000s is what carried that. You know what I'm saying? You got the super big t-shirts, the triple XL t-shirts. You look like, on, you know what I'm saying? A little low Wayne vibes, but I would say the 2000s low key. Also, I would say the 2000s had the best music, too. I'm not going to lie. I think 2000s was just, like, elite. Like, if you were born in the 90s and you grew up in the 2000s, congratulations, you experienced peak life. But, yeah, I'd probably say it would be the 2000s. I'm not going to lie. So my favorite era of fashion is the 2000s. We wanted to take a moment to mention the sponsor of today's episode, Tej Hanley. Tej Hanley is dedicated to helping men achieve a healthy skincare routine without all the overcomplicated products. Their most recommended product, and my personal favorite, is the Level 1 Skincare System. It comes with a face wash, exfoliating scrub, a morning and nighttime moisturizer, and even comes with an instruction card that tells you like exactly how to use each product. Teach Hanley's products are foolproof and have helped me incorporate healthy skincare into my daily routine. But don't just take it from me. Teach Hanley has over 5,000 five-star reviews from their customers all around the globe. And because Teach Hanley is sponsoring today's episode, they're offering you a great deal. Just go to teach.com slash leaguefits and you'll get 30% off your first box plus a free little gift. That's T-I-E-G-E dot com slash leaguefits. That's an amazing deal. Speaking of favorites, somebody also asked on the Instagram Q&A, what is my favorite shoe of all time? Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I don't think people thought that that would be me, just be me by myself speaking on here. So I keep saying, what is my favorite shoe of all time? I think they wanted to know what was Ian in my favorite shoe of all time. But Ian is doing drugs in the mountains, so I'm going to do this by myself. What is my favorite shoe of all time? I'm going to give it to you just like this. I'm going to say it's the Doc Martin Jaden boot. It's probably the shoe that I wear the most. I don't even think it's technically a shoe. I'm pretty sure it's a boot. But either way, my favorite boot of all time. I'm really a big fan of shape. So like shoes that like have like a certain shape to them, like I, I wear those a lot. So there's a certain shape that I'm a fan of. It's like very 90 degree. I think Jerry Lorenzo kind of got it right when you looked at like the air fear of God. I've seen some interviews where he was talking about shape and stuff like that on the shoes and how he wanted to like pinpoint and get the the shape right or whatever but yeah i would say i'm a big shape guy more so than a silhouette or colorway or history or whatever behind the shoe i'm more into like the shape of the shoe and i feel like the Jaden boot is like perfect and i think that's why and you're taller when you wear them like you can't you're tall you get two inches on your height when you wear them you know what i'm saying so like you can be six two like me when i wear those so i feel super cool plus you look like a rock star which is like you know we all want to look like a rock star so that's cool so i'd say favorite shoe of all time is the doc martin Jaden boot 
I don't think you were asking what my favorite boot of all time, so I'll give you two answers. For as far as his favorite shoe of all time, that's tough, man. I'd say like my favorite sneaker of all time is probably the Air Jordan 4 bread. That's probably my favorite sneaker of all time. Like the bread Air Jordan 4. I think that's like the only Air Jordan that I'd wear that doesn't have like a backwards Nike sign on it. So yeah, I'd probably say the bread Air Jordan 4s if I had to say my favorite shoe of all time. Yeah. Um, this next question was really cool. Somebody said, give us a definitive statement on shorts. Like as far as the, like the length, I think he was asking like the length of the shorts. I'm I'm a member of the short short society. I like like I need short shorts for real. For those who were like survival of the fitted OGs, know when we had Tyrese Halliburton on the show about a year ago, he gave us like the the short short 101. You know what I'm saying? And I kind of like am a student in that class, so I just kind of took what he said and ran with it. I actually have a tattoo on my thigh that I kind of indirectly got as a way to like for me to know when my shorts are short enough for me to wear. So basically like the way that I work is like, if my thigh tattoo is not visible, then my shorts are too long. So that's like kind of like how my mind operates. Like if you can't see my thigh tattoo on the court, then like my shorts are too long and I got to go change. So I like the same way that like, or at least for me, cause California public school is trash. But for me, like we used to do this thing where like we would put our hands to our side and like wherever our fingertips were like would be like as far as like they would land on our thigh we weren't allowed to in school you weren't allowed to wear shorts that were shorter than that like you had to wear shorts that went below your fingertips but i just kind of took that and flipped it when i graduated so i was just like low key if my if i like put my hands on my side and like my fingertips are like on my thighs if my shorts go anywhere near below that then they're too long so like that's my definitive statement on shorts if my Thigh tattoo isn't showing, then my shorts are too long. My bad, I just burped. And if my thigh tattoo is showing, then my shorts are perfectly length or if not shorter. So my definitive statement on shorts is put your hand to the side of your thigh. And if your fingertips are below, then they're too long. I think I got that backwards. Either way, we're moving right along. You know what I'm saying? This is another question I like. Somebody said this is a question specifically for Joe. Somebody asked, why is Jordan the GOAT, Michael Jordan? And I'm going to tell you exactly why Jordan is not the GOAT. Jordan is not the greatest of all time because, again, this is kind of like the Lakers thing. You know what I mean? Like, he's not the greatest of all time, not for what he didn't do on the court. Michael Jordan was a good player on the court. You know what I'm saying? Had a gambling habit and he punched his teammate in the locker room in the face. But you know what I'm saying? That was in the past. I'm not going to judge him for it. The reason why Michael Jordan is not the greatest player of all time it's because he committed too many fashion crimes. You know what I'm saying? He broke the law in the fashion game one too many times and I took away his goat trophy from him. You know what I'm saying? Like you see Michael Jordan with the super baggy, dark wash denim and he's got some like hard bottom church shoes on with a hoop earring and the triple box suits looking like he just came off of the family feud. I'm like, bro, Mike, you got to do better than that, bro. You know what you mean to streetwear as far as the Air Jordans and stuff like that. And you fumble in the bag when it comes to the fit. So low key, the reason why Michael Jordan is not the greatest player of all time for me is not what he didn't do on the court. It's what he did do with the fits. Like, I can't forgive you 
for the fits. So, and we're going to pop up some Michael Jordan fits right now, and you can see just how horrendous these outfits are. This this will make any grown man cry. These outfits are like nightmare fuel. So like, the reason why you're not the greatest player of all time, in my opinion, is because you committed one too many fashion crimes for me, and that's just unforgivable. This is a survival of fitted podcast. We can forgive but so many fashion crimes before you're officially blackballed and canceled. So Michael Jordan, you're not the greatest player of all time. That title goes to either D'Angelo Russell and or Kelly Oubre Jr. Moving right along to the next question. I really like this question. Somebody asked me, what is wind? Yes, yeah, somebody asked me, what is wind? And honestly, I don't really know how to answer that question. What is wind? So I'm just gonna go ahead. I'm gonna run up a Google search and we can answer it together. Somebody said, Wind is the natural movement of air or other gases relative to a planet's surface. Wind occurs on a range of scales from thunderstorm flows lasting tens of minutes to local breezes generated by heating of land surfaces and lasting a few hours. That's what wind is. I ditched biology class this morning and I wasn't trying to like, you know what I'm saying, do some like real work and now I just did. So now we both know what wind is. You know what I'm saying? So the more you know, you never know we're gonna get on the survival of the fit of podcast, man. You might get like a 23-year-old's opinion on why you think Michael Jordan isn't a go, and then you might get, you know what I mean, the definitive definition of what wind is. So you never really know. And that's why you should tune in every single episode. But I'm gonna I'm just gonna cut this, I'm gonna cut this episode where it's at right now because if I talk anymore in my bedroom alone again, I might cry. But so we're just gonna answer this last question and then we're gonna get out of here. This question is the best fit that I've ever seen this year. This is a good question. This is a good question. This is why we created this podcast. This is a really great question. And I have a definitive answer to this question. The best fit that I've seen this year was Kelly Oubre Jr. And we're going to put the picture up right now because I like to make the producers work on this show. It's Kelly Oubre Jr. with a green cardigan. And he has like some dope soul jewelry pieces on, which are pretty cool. And he's got the, you know, saying got the grill and he's smiling through the tunnel. He's got the, you know, what I'm saying he's rocking the deuces and he got the fingernail polish on. But it basically is Kelly Oubre Jr. with a green cardigan. And he has like these yellow pants that are tucked in and he has like some green Air Jordan ones on. And he has a really cool vintage T-shirt, you know what I'm saying? But it was just like a little vibe. And like I seen the outfit and I was like, yo, this is cool. I wanted to post it, but Ian got to it before me. And then, you know, it made its rounds on social media and people were like, yo, this is the greatest outfit from this year. I think GQ reposted it and we're like, yo, this is the greatest tunnel outfit that ever walked through the tunnel this year. So I was like, dang, low key, Kelly Oubre Jr. is also making a comeback and may or may not be on League Fit's first team this year. So, you know what I'm saying? Just a sneak peek for any of those who stood by me and listened to this whole episode of me rambling along through these questions. The boy might make an appearance on the first team. You know what I'm saying? If I didn't know any better, I'd say that Kelly Oubre Jr. is back in business. So you heard it here first. But anyway, I'm going to wrap up the Joe Solo Show podcast, episode 55, Double Nickel. You'd love to see it. We're make, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go cry in the other room. So I'm going to catch you guys later, man. Shout out to Chrome Hearts. Peace out. I was only 18 minutes? What the? That felt like an eternity, dude. What the hell? Whole squad posting looking like we on defense. I'll drip first team this season. I'ma get it because I got my reasons. On the ground till my heart stop beating. Y'all little boys made me change my demeanor. Too much drip on the ground, I can't see it. Stepping out and get.